When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sorry, Tommy. You know I wouldn't do this if I had any other choice. But he's my friend. So was I. All right, welcome everybody to the 14th edition of Blockbuster Mentality. I'm your host, Ben Secord. It is Friday, May 13th, 2016. Got a great show for you tonight. We're going to go over some, going to do a Captain America non-spoiler review. Going to talk about the Han Solo casting. Got some uh, Avengers 3 news. Uh, Fastbender to play a serial killer. Alicia Vikander to play Laura Croft. We're going to do a Money Monster review, and we're going to talk about a whole lot more. So sit back, relax, let's talk some movies. With me, as always, is your co-host, Brandon H. Do you know how I got these scars? I like the lip smacking. Got <laughs> 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 <Yeah>, him. <laughs> this week... Uh, marks a momentous occasion. We yes, have our does. first guest, Mr. Vinny Malentino. What's up, Vinny? What's up? What's up? Thank you. Thank you for the guest spot and uh, welcoming me to the Blockbuster Mentality fam. Yes, sir. Yes, appreciate it. Glad to have you. We're going to have some fun tonight. Man, we've been missed last week's show, but we're back this week, so definitely happy to be with you folks. You excited, Brandon? I'm absolutely excited. We got some good stuff lined up. That Captain America review. Spoiler, non-spoiler. That's right. Yeah, we're going to obviously do a non-spoiler review first, and then if you stick around at the end of the show, we'll get into some spoilers for you folks, for those who have seen the movie. But uh, first, as always, we're going to go over some box office results from last week. Uh, So number one, no surprise, Captain America Civil War with $179 million. Number two, Jungle Book with $24.4 million. Number three, Mother's Day with $11 million. Number four, The Huntsman Winner's War with $3.9 million. And number five, Keanu with $3.2 million. Mm. What stands out to you, Brandon? Well, you know what? Disney, wow. They're probably all at home right now doing some shots. Top two movies, Disney. Killing it at the box office right now. It's just absolutely amazing right now. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and then uh, one thing that stood out to me, Mother's Day with $11 million went up 32.5% from last week. What? Obviously, the, the Mother's Day. <laughs> it got, we just passed Mother's Day, so I would assume that's why we Father's had that. Father's Day next year. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, but, yeah, obviously Keanu still sticking in this top, top five there. Anything stand out to you, Vinny? 
Uh, I mean, I don't normally do predictions, but uh, <laughs> I would have picked Civil War, man. So. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> that's up there as usual. Yeah, I mean, we got Disney movies. Yeah, number one and number two. And then you got Zootopia almost in the top five yeah. with 3.2 million. So. Bro, they're almost taking money out of their own pockets by doing this. But you know what? It doesn't matter to them. But still. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a good problem to have. It's like they're right. cutting on their own, but it's all good. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, 170. I, I, th- I thought it would break the 200 million mark. Uh, you know, there's people online that I'm reading saying it's a failure because it didn't reach that 200 million. But 179 million, like. And I think I, I forget what the number is uh, worldwide, but it's it's probably the same people that uh, gave Batman vs Superman a thumbs up too. So <laughs> yeah, I'm really not gonna <laughs> two thumbs up. <laughs> Best superhero movie of all time. Yeah, that's right. Actually, uh, I want to say thank you for not having me that week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I appreciate it. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, we would have probably had to have an explicit sign next to our uh, yeah. review. Then we'd still be having the review right now for me. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, that's that's our box office this week. Obviously, at the end of the show, we'll go over some predictions for next week. Um, but obviously, big story: Civil War came out this week. We all went and saw it. There you go. <laughs> there's there's the applause. Um, so, uh, Brandon, what uh, what do you think of Civil War? Wow, I don't even know where to really start out on this one. Um, wow, amazing movie by far the best superhero movie I've seen in a long time. Um, is it the greatest superhero film of all time? I can't say that, but it might be my favorite Marvel movie of all time right now. It's up there. It's that. I always said I was a big fan of Winter Soldier. I think this definitely smashed it. Um, DC could definitely take a page from Marvel on how to have a, a giant cast and manage everybody and not overdo it or not underdo it. Um, yeah, Marvel, hands down, just absolutely destroyed it. I mean, sheesh. As far as that, like Black Panther, Spider-Man, guys, if you didn't know that by now, they're in the movie. That's not, <laughs> that's not a spoiler. But um, the actors, wow. Yes, thoroughly impressed. Um, Tom Holland, I hate to say it, I like him more than Andrew Andrew Garfield. And I, I didn't think I, I didn't know how I was going to feel about it. but just, Already, huh? Yeah, already. So, uh, yeah, I mean, what are your guys' thoughts on this? Uh, I mean... Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm totally 100% with you. It was an awesome movie. Definitely met my expectations, if not exceeded it. Um, I, I mean, in regards to Spider-Man, I, I want to see more of him before I judge. Because I loved Andrew Garfield. I liked Tobey Maguire as Spider-Man. Um, so I don't want to judge too quickly. Go ahead. Uh, Spider-Man 3? Tobey Maguire? Uh, or no, no, one? come on. Okay, I'm just making that's, sure, man. I'm trying to be on the same page. We don't even include the that. The dancing. The <laughs> dancing. That's, that's my favorite part. <laughs> of course, the emo Toby. That's That goes down in history right there. But, yeah, I, I love this movie. Um, yeah, I mean, starting straight from the beginning. Uh, started off kind of with a bang with, you know, the whole, I mean, it's in the in the previews. I mean, obviously we're going to run into crossbones a little. We see see that, which is great action scenes. After that it got a little slower, I'd say. Um, but it didn't even matter. The the second and third act totally made up for everything. Um, just action alone in this movie was great, but just I love what they're doing with Iron Man, like he is he's started off in Iron Man 3 after Avengers kind of you know suffering from PS, PTSD from the whole 
Avengers movie. Mm-hmm. I'm trying not to say anything without because I know I we're <laughs> we're going into spoilers. But for, just I'll just say this: Robert Downey Jr.'s performance, I think, is the best we've seen yet. His, I mean, just the drama, just the emotion in his face and just great performance by him yeah. chris evans obviously did a great job uh for me uh paul rudd stole the show though <laughs> paul rudd is ant-man man that was he he stole the show in a huge way if i may if i may um <laughs> uh but yeah, he was great spider-man was outstanding tom holland just the chemistry with him and robert Downey jr was fantastic um and yeah just that that final act with the action plus drama was just outstanding i i absolutely love this this might be my f- at least in my top 3 marvel cinematic universe okay. movies i can deal with that yeah so uh, obviously i it's hard not to go into spoilers but what do you think my man man i thought it was awesome definitely top 3 I put it up there with uh, Avengers, the first one. Okay. I put it up there with Dark Knight. I mean, I know it's not Marvel, but yeah, comic, yeah, comic book movies. Um, action, acting. I agree with you on the Iron Man. Yeah. Best Iron Man we've seen yet. Definitely. Spider Man. I'm gonna have to see his his solo movie first. Give it, a, you know, give it a, a view. Given his whole feature length movie, see if he can hold it. But um, action scenes, man, were amazing. That one airport scene that everyone sees in the preview, I, my mouth was just dropped the yep. whole time. <laughs> I was like a little kid at Disney for the first time. Yep. <laughs> um, but the way that they didn't really make you pick a side, you kind of understood each side. Yeah. Not to get into spoilers was good. Um, yeah, man, it was awesome. It was amazing. I'm going again this weekend. So nice. Yeah, I've already yeah, saw, I, I saw it. Dose already. Oh, you did? did you? Nice, dude. We and you know we didn't even really touch on black panther Mike. yeah yeah black what panther freaking oh, black amazing character awesome. that was uh wow i don't know how he was gonna be but yeah i'm definitely looking forward to his solo movie see what else he can do for us yeah and like you said i mean they made you like you saw both sides like yeah. they did a great job of you you know you you couldn't couldn't choose a side basically because you know you've grown to like these characters you know iron man's had his movies captain america's had his I know it's called Captain America Civil War, but I, I came out like Team Iron Man almost. <laughs> like I was kind of really? leaning towards his side more, but I could see both sides. That's what's crazy about it. And I remember uh, we talked about this a few shows ago. Someone said it's like a an emotional horror, horror story. story at the yeah. end. Like you can definitely tell that because you just it's you're just so torn. You don't know who's right, who's wrong. You can see both sides. It's just crazy. Like you you feel so. Like I said, torn. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's very cool. You're right about Ant Man, though. He was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, was dude. Hilarious. He just came yeah. in dropping one liners between yeah. him and Spider Man. Yeah, there were a couple of one liners that happened. I mean, Wonder Soldier, the Falcon had some good chemistry. Their 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 little thing they had going on. Uh, you could still see the play from Ant Man's movie with Falcon. They had a little chemistry yep. going yeah. on. So I mean, yeah. it's it's just nice to see that. Like DC, seriously, wake up, take a page. They all make everything work. They remember what happened in previous movies. They don't force it down your throat. I felt like this movie let the moments develop. I felt like Batman vs Superman. It was almost forced on you to the moments in the movie. Uh, you didn't really have a choice. This just built up naturally and progressed the whole entire movie. So, yeah, definitely, definitely happy with that. Yeah, I totally agree, my friend. 
So yeah, well, uh, obviously we'll go into more <laughs> details. Stop. <laughs> we'll go into more details at the end of the show. But yeah, that's just our uh, main thoughts about it without getting, giving anything away. Um, Definitely go check it out. If you haven't seen oh, it yet, yeah. buy a ticket. Go uh, now. I mean, if you had to give it a rating out of 10, what would you give it? Well, 10 is a perfect movie, and I can't yeah. give it a 10. Uh, I mean, I will give it a solid... I mean, I'm going to throw a nine on that bad boy. I'd give it a nine, man. Yeah, I'd give it a nine. I I gave Deadpool a nine out of ten. I think that's my highest rated movie so far. And I just, I feel bad doing it the same as Deadpool. (laughs) Like, I'm so invested in these characters after, what, since 2008? Yeah. So, eight years. I just, I feel like I have to give Civil War the edge. So, I'm going to give Civil War a 9.5. Ooh, look at you. Okay. Yeah, I don't remember what I gave Deadpool, I but there. it's definitely better than Deadpool. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, way it's, better. Uh, <laughs> definitely. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's some Civil War. Like I said, we'll get into more details on it later in the show if you've seen it, and definitely stick around. All right. So our first news story of this week is it Han Solo? Yeah, <laughs> okay. it's, it's, it's Han Solo. Sir. Okay, just wanted to make sure uh, Han Solo has been cast. Um, obviously we've been talking about the short list that's been around, mm-hmm. yeah, Alden, Aaron Reich and Taron Egerton seemed like they were the two front runners and it went to Alden, Aaron Reich. So we, we have on solo. We live in a world where Harrison Ford is no longer the only person who will be on solo. solo. <laughs> so, I mean, what do you think of this casting? Um, I was kind of surprised it didn't go with Taron Egerton, just just from household name alone and what he's doing right now. Uh, I, I kind of feel like Star or the Star Wars people. I guess I'm not a producer, but I, what I would imagine they were looking for was something that would make a big splash, household name, help sell the movie, um, a prequel to Han Solo. That's, that's going to take some good acting chops. Um, so we'll see. I mean, we'll just see. I guess promotions, how they promote the movie is going to be a big factor coming up too. So we'll yeah. see how it goes. I mean, I can't really say. I, pretty much the only movie he was in was um, Hell Caesar. Yeah, yeah. I can really, yeah, and I so. I didn't get a chance to see that, but I hear great things from, and he's only in it like a little tiny bit, but yeah. I hear great things from his little little part, and I hear he's got great charisma, is what they're saying, which obviously goes hand in hand with Han Solo. Um, w- wish I've seen him in more to give more of a, you know, better critique on it but uh taron egerton yeah him and kingsman and and he was even in that eddie the eagle which i hear great things from i would have loved to see him in it but hey i'm i trust disney and star wars at this point so i i like this choice how about you Vinny? yeah man i didn't get a chance to see hail caesar but i heard he was really good in it um i actually saw him in one movie a long time ago don't make fun of me beautiful creatures <laughs> nice <laughs> and um don't remember him from it <laughs> don't actually don't remember the, any of the movie yeah but, uh, i know he was in it and i mean we'll see how he does man i really have nothing to judge judge off of so. <laughs> what is beautiful, beautiful creatures <laughs> come on man you got the book <laughs> yeah. i don't even know what you're talking about that <laughs> But uh, we'll see. I got nothing to judge off of. Tell, tell the truth. Exactly. I tell the truth. Tell, tell the truth. I I think they've had this. Uh, I mean, they've all been saying, I don't know who I'm referring to by all, but I've heard that 
he's been cast for a while. It's just we're just now hearing about it. Oh, really? Like even when they brought out the short list, they pretty much knew who was who it was going to be. But um, so that's makes me kind of think that maybe he's already filmed his scene, scenes for um, Rogue One because supposedly he's supposed to have a cameo oh, in that. Yep. So we shall see. But yeah, I mean, I trust it. Show me some footage of him, and then I'll be able to judge more accurately. <laughs> I heard uh, Miles Teller was yeah. one of your options, too. I liked him in Whiplash. Oh, dude, Whiplash. Amazing. Uh, bringing up Whiplash again. Oh. Yeah, it wasn't me this time. Wow. It wasn't me this time. You didn't like it? I didn't say I didn't like it, but this is this kid loves this movie. <laughs> dude, it was. I mean, Whiplash I was. Whiplash. I was there. I think I, I gave that drums, a <laughs> And he played the drums really good in until the movie. He, until he bled. <laughs> yeah. Until he bled. Uh, he played them really well. <laughs> Not good. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> hey, dude. Yeah, it's Miles good. Teller. My favorite scene time. in Star Wars. That's what the. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hate you so much. Um, but yeah, Miles Teller. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I I just I could never one. see him as Han Solo. No. But but yeah, he's a hell of an actor. But all right, what's our next news story? Well, the Russo brothers confirm that the Avengers title will be changed it won't be infinity war part one and two they're gonna retitle the movie you know we kind of figured that might happen uh they're definitely riding high right now on captain america civil war um they they were getting interviewed apparently avengers one and two are going to be two very different movies i don't know if it's going to be you mean avengers three avengers 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 (laughs) infinity war part one and two are going to be two different movies right i'm assuming maybe one will take place on earth and one will take place in space that's kind of the feel it seems like they're going with um so they they said thanos we talked about this a couple weeks ago how how much of a presence thanos is going to be so apparently he's going to be so overwhelming that it's going to it's going to be Two separate, completely different movies is what it sounds like. So that's an interesting take. I, I didn't realize it was going to be like that. I just figured it would be a continuation. Like part one would be a cliffhanger to go to part two, but apparently not. It sounds like it might be two different kind of movies. So interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, for, for those who don't know, Avengers, the third Avengers movie was announced as two, a two-part movie. It was, it was called Avengers Infinity War Part 1 and Part 2. So, I mean, right there, you just assume that, you know, it's just one big movie split in two. But, yeah, from these comments, it obviously seems that it's just two completely separate movies. So it's almost like an Avengers 3 and 4, um, which I I think that's great. I mean, because, yeah. wh- I mean, whenever they, these studios come up with part one and part two, like Hunger Games and Horrible. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah it's like it's obviously just uh, for money. Like yeah. they're just trying to make more money on it. But, yeah, them saying it's two separate movies makes me happy <laughs> yeah i'm actually really happy about that yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Warriors, hunger games part one was honestly a half a movie yeah i mean the way they left it was horrible yep the only one that kind of worked was harry potter right but i mean every time they do it doesn't really work it just makes you feel unsatisfied when you walk yeah. away from the movie and you yeah, just drop exactly. 50 bucks yeah you know so I'm yeah there's happy about it at least one yeah there's one part of the movie on each movie that you just there's like an empty feeling on it yeah, yeah for sure and i think it said it this has a pretty much pretty good how big of a threat does thanos pose just i mean big enough to make two films completely different yeah so i mean i'm actually pretty excited about that it means thanos is gonna be it man. yeah I mean, I, and it's like we always talk about this where do you go from after this and i i, I just want it's gonna be interesting to see where they go from this because i mean this has been what it's by the time the movie happened oh, what are we on eight years now it'll be like a 10 to 11 year build up to this yeah. so i know it's I mean, insane i mean do you think uh, i mean 
it seems like then if it's two parts, Thanos won't even be part of it much. I mean, he'll probably be in the background and things, but he won't have like a huge part in the first one if he's still around by the second one. I mean, they're going to leave some sort of cliffhanger, yeah, it seems I mean, like. Unless yeah. he's just straight up murking cats. Yeah. And then, uh, I mean, that would be cool. Because, well, you know, spoiler alert. In the comics, everybody dies. Right. You know, he kills everybody, everybody in the comics. The whole Marvel universe, except for a couple, what? couple people survive. But yeah, then they, they use Infinity Gauntlet to bring everybody back. Oh, but okay. yeah, there's like uh, the time stone where you can go back in time. And so basically. I mean, is, is it possible for them to merc everybody? The first movie, a couple people survive, bring them back. That w- it, it'll be interesting. They should It'll just kill everybody and then credits roll. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that would be kind of ballsy if they yeah, did like that. Would uh, be awesome. I know, like the first movie where they just kill everybody. <laughs> Can you imagine? And then leave it until the next. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, like the, oh, obviously man. because here's here's another thing you got to take into consideration. There's movies in between part one and part two, right? So there's going to be people obviously still alive and stuff going on. Those movies are going to have to tie in to the uh, Infinity War somehow. So yeah, that's well, true. what's in between? I think Ant Man and Man. Wasp, yeah. Black Panther. Is it Black Panther? Or Captain Marvel. I know one of those two yeah. are in between. So. Is Doctor Strange in there Doctor in the comics? Doctor Strange. Yeah, everybody. It's a whole oh, Marvel universe yeah, in, the, in the comics. Every character. So Guardians too. They, I, don't know if com- I don't know if their comics were around when that came out. Because I know they connected oh, like, in the movie. So yeah, yeah oh yeah, oh, yeah. they'll be in. The, they'll yeah. definitely be in the movie. Yeah, that, that's for sure. Um, and the comics, as far as the comics go, I don't recall them being in it. It was just really? pretty much the main franchises: X Men, Fantastic Four, Spider Man, Doctor Strange, Shield. I mean, every other major character was involved. And in I think he even killed the villains on the Earth too. I mean, it was yeah, pretty crazy. So. Yeah, it should be interesting. I'm definitely li- yeah, like I said that that excites me that it's two separate movies. It's not just one big movie split in half. But yeah, that would I hope they go dark with it in that first one. That would yeah. be really I'm, cool. I'm Directors sh- are yeah. really good too. Well, yeah, the brothers are definitely they've already proven they can handle a big cast. And like we said, we've already touched on this before. They're going to have a big cast. They already said it's it's huge what they they're, they're going to be working with. So we'll see how it plays out. I don't know. I'm I'm pretty excited about it either way. The Marvel hasn't dropped the ball yet, except for. I know you guys disagree with me. One of the movies I dislike the most, and it's one of my favorite characters of all time, Captain America: The First Avenger. I actually oh, liked it. I know you did. The That's first one. I know you guys were in disagree oh, yeah, with me. Yeah, on that. I liked it. I, uh, that was one of my out of all the Marvel movies that might be what the worst one for me. So I, you liked Iron Man two better than that one? I think so. Get out! Really? Of here. I'm, being, I'm being dead serious, and I and I, it's hard. It's a hard pill to swallow. And I love I love Captain America, but that was just painful for me to watch almost why well i don't know uh, brother i wish i could tell you it was just i remember being at the theater almost probably how you felt during indiana jones 4 like, <laughs> me looking at you about to cry i kind of like maybe because i love the character so much and what i thought it was going to be for me personally it wasn't now i mean like like i said winter soldier uh civil war love the character love the character in avengers i felt i mean i'm happy with the character how he turned out but the, that first movie i was kind of like yeah, you should watch it again. Give it another try. Yeah, I give it a shot. I definitely tried watching it. <laughs> I mean, I, I just I, I enjoyed that movie. It was nah, I liked it. Yeah, it was Red Skull was cool. I don't know. I, I didn't know this was going to be a try to convince you discussion that this was a good movie. But it was very old school. I, you know, I mean, even I Iron no Man problem. three. I thought it was better than Iron Man three too. I think he has the worst movies besides the first one. I strongly disagree. I, I liked Iron. Uh, yeah, I Captain mean, America hands three. down has the best ones right now. Yeah. I think oh yeah, a, he's the best trilogy. I mean, we'll see how Thor three is. Yeah, but his last two. No, I know, but all overall, <laughs> even so, <laughs> yes, you're right. Even okay. so, when okay, you can, when you include the last two, yeah. it's still better than Iron it's Man still, one, two, yeah, three combined. Sure. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I, well, yeah, Iron Man one's classic. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's classic. Like, but two and three, when you yeah. got Winter Soldier, yeah, I don't know, I know. Civil I, War, I'm giving you that. I just Come on, I bro. can't agree with you with the uh, first one though. But yes, everything else. I agree with you. And I don't think because Th- Thor is obviously coming out with the third one in 2017. I don't. I don't think mm-hmm. that could. Mm-hmm. With I mean, its I think two I movies so far, like Thor two better than Thor one. No, I didn't. Really? I think Thor one was. I don't know. Well, Thor two had more hammer time. Thor yeah. one was yeah. too much talking, but it yeah. was a better story at I, the same time. Yeah, that's true. more drink, please. <laughs> Best scene in the whole yeah. movie. That's right. I'll have another one. I'll have. Another and I think Thor one is the only one we see him with that helmet. The I know, man. God, that thing was sick. Todd's okay. Next story. <laughs> Let's move on. To the next story. I could just go about this. What is the next story? The next story, my friend, which is I believe Russell Crowe and early talks to join Tom Cruise on Universal. Oh yeah. Uh, okay. Do you have that story yeah, or do I? I? Sure <laughs> I definitely have that story, sir. Yeah, go ahead. Um, like as we've talked about this numerous times, I just feel like this is definitely a growing thing. A lot of studios, a lot of movie companies are. Trying to copy copy uh, Marvel's success by having a shared universe, um, you know we have the the Universal Monster Universe. Now you have Mar- Marvel, you have DC. Yep. Now you're you're talking about Transformers sharing a universe with GI Joe. There's so many different. You got Scooby, Men in Black, and in 20, Black, 21, Twenty One Jump Street. So you got all these studios trying to compete. And, That's and, ridiculous. <laughs> and copy the Marvel formula. Um, we've touched on this numerous times. Uh, we know that. They're starting off the universe with the mummy, and it's in the spawn off to other things. You know, I guess Universal's doing it right. They have Tom Cruise sign. They got Johnny Depp. They're in talks with Angelina Jolie and Scarlett Johansson, and now they just nailed one big, another big actor, Russell Crowe. Um, he's going to be playing Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde. So it looks like he's going to have a cameo in the mummy. So what are, what are your guys' thoughts? Are you happy with? Uh, Russell Crowe, how, how do you see the universe developing right now as we, we go on with this? I'm pretty happy with it, man. I think he's kind of got this uh, Mark Ruffalo, the Hulk kind of thing, side persona. Okay. I think he's going to nail it, to be honest. I think it's a great role for him. Yeah, definitely. I mean, he's proven to be an amazing actor. I mean, I I totally buy this if this was like a buy or sell thing. Um <laughs> Yeah, Man of Steel. I think he was one of the best yeah. things about that movie. Yeah, that's so he's been on. He's been doing pretty. Yeah, good that's one of those lately. subtle performances that you don't really think of. But yeah, he's he's in that, and obviously, you know, the big hits: Gladiator, Beautiful Mind, mm-hmm. even L.A. Confidential. Way back, uh, yeah, L.A. Confidential. Oh, bro. But yeah, I mean, he's he's proven. I mean, even if he's in a bad movie, his performances yeah. are usually yeah, absolutely. So I mean, on so point. So do you guys feel like this is developing into a nice little universe? You think how do you th- you think Sony's or Universal? How do you think they're going to handle this? You think they're going to? I mean, they're get- map it out right. Yeah, they're getting all these big stars. I mean, <laughs> you got Tom Cruise, Johnny Depp, talking to Angelina Jolie and Scarlett Johansson, who's in these huge franchises. You know, she's in the Avengers, and she was just in Jungle Book, and I mean, she's anything she touches now is making money. So I I can't imagine that. Universal is going to screw the pooch on this. I just, I read about the story recently for the mummy and, you know, they're saying they're taking this different take on it, but it sounded just like the mummy um, from <laughs> Brendan Fraser. Yeah. <laughs> Brendan Fraser. Like, it's like, I, how much different can you get? Like, I, I just don't know what they can do with this to make it different well, or it modern. I think this is modern time now. Right? Yeah. So, I mean, oh yeah. Cause I mean, mummy was mummy, a little, or yeah. mummy was like in the four thirties, forties or something. 40s, yeah. Man. 
It's more Indiana Jones esque, but yeah, I mean, I, I show me a trailer. I need to. I want to see. You know. Yeah, no, I, no I, mean, I just know exactly what you mean, and I, it's just like I, I find it funny that everybody's trying to copy Marvel, and it's just like so they're yeah. gonna have little cameos here and there that ties in everything together. And guess what? Phone, that is our news alert. <laughs> uh, breaking news. <laughs> just got news. Russell Crowe <laughs> dropped out. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Oh, speaking <laughs> of which, him enough. real quick, that reminds me. Uh, we brought up last uh, time that Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell would be playing Ronald Reagan. The day after we recorded, Will Ferrell is not playing Ronald Reagan. I read that when I heard the podcast. I read that like literally right after. Whoops. So if you only use this show for your movie news, uh, Will Ferrell is not playing Ronald Reagan. So that was but, the update. Yes. <laughs> that was the hey, that, that kind of Thank fit. you, Sports so Center, for the update, update show next week. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, but yeah, Russell Crowe is Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. Like you say, yeah, like the Mark Ruffalo Hulk analogy. I mean, that's... I, I I show me a trailer. Let's see. Let's see what we got. Do they plan on doing like a League of Extraordinary Gentlemen kind well, of movie think, after a while? I, I think eventually. You know what? I mean, I feel like they're going to try doing. Like I said, copy Marvels. I think eventually everybody will come into one movie. Yeah, we'll yeah. have cameos and everybody. So, will be in. Tom Cruise. I, from what I understood, Tom Cruise is going to be the face of the franchise. So I'm sure his character will pop up in yeah. all the movies or have something to do with it. So it will all tie it in together, which is. So do all these monsters team up, and then all that's the good guys have to that's fight the monsters? That's what, that's what like, I would assume. That would make the most sense. sense. It, Which ones are the monsters? Which ones are the good well, so guys? Far, I mean, well, so far, the, the Johnny Depp's playing Invisible Man. Tom Cruise is fighting the mummy, and this one's female from... Oh, okay. Uh, what we just Taron Kingsman? Kingsman. Yeah, yes. King, uh, what's her name? Yeah, I don't know her name, but um, yeah. And then uh, you got Scarlett Johansson supposedly is going to be the lead female for The Creature from the Black Lagoon. Angelina Jolie, uh, Bride, of Bride of Frankenstein, and so so you, yeah, you gotta imagine. Hmm? I'm going for the monsters. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, well, well it's Tom Cruise, guys. <laughs> I guess you've never seen Mission Impossible Seven. <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah, I'm interested to hear some Frankenstein news. What they're gonna do with that? Yeah. That should be interesting. I want to see a good Frankenstein. Oh, you didn't movie. see the one with Daniel Radcliffe? Uh, <laughs> oh. Oscar nominated? Uh, <laughs> Not so much. I didn't see it either. <laughs> Um, but uh, but yeah, we'll we'll see how how this goes. I mean, yeah, like you said, I mean, everyone's trying to be like Marvel nowadays, so we'll see if they can live up to it. What do we got next? Is it me this time? Yeah, it's you. <laughs> I think it's either I think it's Fassbender or uh, your girl Laura Croft. <laughs> you choose, sir. Pick your. Uh, I'm gonna go with Fassbender. Sorry, oh, <laughs> going with the guy. Yeah, because I have the new story pulled up right now. Yep. <laughs> That's uh, why. So, um, um, Michael Fassbender is in talks to play a serial killer in a movie called Entering Hades. Um, Variety is reporting this. Uh, Entering Hades is based on John Leake's true crime novel about Jack Unner, uh, Unterweger, <laughs> a celebrated... Wait, 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 can you repeat that again? <laughs> I feel like I'm in your and my role right now. <laughs> hey, go ahead and repeat that. <laughs> Unterweger, <laughs> a celebrated Austrian journalist and best-selling author who led a double life investigating murders by day and killing by night, amassing a body count of 11 people across multiple continents. Um, so Michael Fassbender is a serial killer. I mean, Michael. he's obviously, uh, by the way, the Assassin's Creed trailer yeah. just came out, which 
looks with looks, Kanye in the background. Yeah, that looks, like, what? That, yeah, looks pretty good. I mean, Michael, Michael yeah, Fassbender I mean, I, and Dexter. Is that what we're getting right now? Dexter the, the, seems the like, movie. Yeah. I don't know what's going on right now. I, I, I mean, yeah, it does seem like it. Yeah, it he's playing. Like it, yeah, yeah Fass- journalist by day, serial killer by night. Yeah, yeah it's very Dexter esque. I mean. I don't know anything about the serial killer. Yeah. I do know Fazbender though. Fazbender is a great actor, so it's. Gonna be, I'm, I'm interested to see how it's going to be. Uh, I think it's going to be Fazbender hasn't put us uh, a bad performance out yet that I've seen. So good act, good call on the actor to play it. So I mean, uh, as far as that goes, yes. Storyline, yeah. We'll yeah, see. I mean, I feel like that's a lot of movies that could be. This could be based off a lot of movies almost. So I mean, we'll just have to see how it plays out. Yeah, I mean, this is one of those. Yeah, the performance could out outweigh the the writing, the story, which I'm fine with as long as the performance is good. That that helps <laughs> bad writing. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, him as a serial killer playing some sadistic uh, journalist who does this, uh, like you said, very Dexter esque, but. I, I dig it. I mean, him. Did you see him in Twelve Years a Slave? Oh, he was awesome. In that yeah, movie. He that, was fantastic. Just so, Terrifying. Actually. Yeah, exactly. Like, like I said, Fassbender so, King. So Fassbender's yeah. the man. He's probably my top three right now. Leo, Tom Hardy, and I put Fassbender on there. Yeah, like he. I mean, and uh, he was even in Shame. I don't know if you saw Shame. Yeah. He was in uh, Steve Jobs. Man. Yeah, yeah. His uh, performance of Steve Jobs. Man. Yeah, yeah. Good actor. Steve Jobs. <laughs> No, I'm saying good actor. Yeah, so thank I'm, I'm you for that. You. I'm supporting you, Vinny Miles. You're just you know you're not even just taking the support I'm handing to you, man. Um, Steve Jobs, man. Um, debatable on uh, best performance of the year last yeah. year. Yeah, debatable. I mean, yeah. I mean, it was definitely between him and Leo last year. I mean, Leo, if you count crawling around in the snow, <laughs> making different noises as a you know best performance of the year, great. I mean, I'm not. Uh, I but sounds like I'm really hating on his performance. I really loved that movie yeah, and his performance, but but yeah, Fassbender, Steve Jobs is definitely should have gotten some recognition as well. But yeah, him as a serial killer, I'm all for. I mean, look at him as Magneto. He plays a great villain in that. You know, in the new X Men movies. So yeah, show me. I I mean, I obviously never read this book. Don't know anything about the uh, the story or anything. But still, just this on paper sounds intriguing to me. So we'll see how that develops and we'll certainly let you guys know <laughs> it's i hate brandon so much <laughs> why, like, why i'm not enthusiastic about this so i, I, I gotta did. make faces <laughs> yeah. no, i gotta Bender, make faces he's okay he's okay <laughs> he's, he's, he's nominated he I, didn't uh, win though hey, hey, <laughs> hey, 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 i never said any of that guys look at you trying to double team me but 12 years of slave have you seen it yeah it was a great movie yeah. fastbender was awesome that movie. yeah all right, all right. scary too it's i just told scary. you he hasn't done a bad film I know. I was agreeing it's with just, you guys. You know. I mean, I feel like this is back on the uh, what, what, the Magnificent Seven thing. Uh, oh, so you like Denzel Washington? <laughs> oh, you nah, like, nah. I actually kind of agree with you on that one. <laughs> just All in right. the trailer when I saw him, I'm like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> Not so much. Okay. Chris Pratt would have been enough. Hey, you know, I, Denzel Washington in the Western. You know, I mean, I just like it's every Western movie. But hey, let's not, uh, let's yeah, not backtrack let's, on the past. Let's, let's go ahead. Let's Morgan Freeman, Unforgiven, or what? <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, there you go. That's a great movie, by the way. Yes, very good. Um, but hey, sorry, we're, you know I'm a little more enthusiastic than you, and you have to make faces. At I me. love you. Um, I love you more. Uh, this is what we call the awkward segment of the show, uh, <laughs> where we Wait, tell each I other love we you guys too. Aw, we, uh, love, yeah, we love we uh, love you. 
I had well, to throw it in there. Mouse, all right. Appreciate it. <laughs> don't, don't, don't. Oh, boy. It got weird, didn't really it? backtrack <laughs> out of this one now. All right, what's our next news story? Well, it's actually almost three stories in one. A lot ha- that has to do with Ben Affleck. We took a week off. A lot of stuff happened over at DC. Uh, first of all, Ben Affleck, uh, complete creative control over the solo Batman movie. Him and Jeff Johns, who is in charge, uh, the head, head honcho over at DC, they're in complete control of the solo Batman movie, which means no Zack Snyder influence. So before I even hop on the next section, what do you guys think about that? About him having... A complete control over the next Batman movie. No I, Zack Snyder influence. I love it. Uh, he's He's proven himself, I mean, with Argo and uh, The Town, um, even his acting performance in Gone Girl was great. Um, but yeah, him having complete creative control definitely gets gives me hope for the DC universe. I mean, he he was the best part out of Batman v Superman to mm-hmm. me. So, um, so yeah, this this is good news for sure. What about you, Vinny Miles? What do you think? I couldn't be more happy, man. Just like you said, all the movies you named, Gone Baby Gone was another one mm-hmm. he directed. Argo. Yeah. I'm happy. Uh, ben Affleck was probably the best part of Batman versus, Super- versus Superman, um, to be honest. But uh, Gone Girl he was good in. Anything he has control over lately is good. Yeah. I agree with you 100%. So I'm pretty excited. I mean, Argo was the best picture winner at the Oscars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, but it, he didn't get nominated yeah, for director. Exactly. So like, I mean, he got <laughs> he yeah. got snubbed. But what do you think, Brandon? No, I mean, I'm like I, I'm super excited. No Zack Snyder influence. Uh, like you said, everything. <laughs> you keep I saying that Zack Snyder hater, bro. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, no, I am that. too. It's actually, just, it's just I don't. I, he doesn't know how to edit. It's so choppy. The it's movie was ridiculous. so choppy. No story. Like yeah. it just literally. I don't know. He has great All action over the sequences. Place. But I can even the the fight between Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, and Doomsday. All that that was such a letdown. Almost Wonder Woman carried that fight scene. That was I was happy for that. But Superman takes off. Batman's hiding under a piece of stone. Yeah. And I mean. It is what it is. It kind of reminds me of a Transformers movie. Like, you got a lot going on, but there's zero emotion and zero yeah. story. Yeah. Is exactly That's how a, Batman vs. Superman yeah. was for me. Yeah. Like, did no setup. Like, yeah, a couple scenes I liked it. I don't want to get started on that, but... Uh, <laughs> But it reminded me of Transformers. Like, just action does not carry a movie. No. Yeah, and that's no. what Zack Snyder does he best. He's great at action. Great at like, action. that's that's fine, but... Flashbacks. Dream yeah, like, were like... I mean, look at 300. I mean, other than action, other than the visuals, I mean, the story, you know, it's a simple story, you know, mm-hmm. nothing spectacular. Yeah, he's just... Ben Affleck, yes. Zack Snyder, no. So I'm, I'm happy. <laughs> so look for that movie. Uh, Warner Brothers hasn't released yet, but they had two dates they added on. We talked about before uh, a 2018 and a 2019 spot. So we're assuming Batman's going to be one of those two spots. Probably going to be 2018, if not sooner, just to help boost their um, production for Warner Brothers. Uh, next story. Same thing. Same topic. Ben Affleck. Incredibly unhappy about Batman vs. Superman. Um <laughs> They actually gave him creative control, or not creative control, but a uh, producer, uh, I guess executive producer spot on the upcoming Justice League movie. So, also, another thing was the head honcho over at Warner Brothers announcing Ben Affleck as the the director for Batman. They were still in negotiations, supposedly, when he announced it. So, Ben Affleck's camp wasn't happy about that as well. So, you know, we have Ben Affleck in control over Batman, now having some say in the Justice League movie, how do you guys feel about that? Plus, it says that he's going to be helping with the editing at the end of the movie as well. So, 
thoughts on that. Obviously, I'm going to go for Pearl on that, but go ahead, Vinny. Zack Snyder still directing it? Zack Snyder will still be directing, <laughs> but, but hey. <laughs> hey. Wait, wait. <laughs> I mean, if he can try and fix whatever's going to be going on for Justice League, I'm all for it. Um, I think he just kind of wants to, kind of like Christopher Nolan did for Man of Steel, just kind of put his name on there. Yeah. You know, um, I mean, as much control as he has, I think it'll go in a positive way. Yeah, I'm hoping so. I mean, yeah, I mean, him is, other than editing, I mean, how much control will he actually have over that? Costume colors. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Well, they said he is going to be working closely with the screenwriter, uh, Chris Terrio, uh, to fine-tune the script. And it says he'll play a key role in post-production process. So okay, I mean that's fine. So the editing might be a little better in Justice League, yeah. um, which is good. <laughs> I just love this slide. He felt humiliated after spending so much with the press uh, tour, saying that this film was so much better than Daredevil. And then it, <laughs> then it talks about <laughs> hashtag <laughs> Sad Affleck. <laughs> Have you oh, seen that video? Yes. That video Funniest is video. Yeah, YouTube that people. You've even seen oh, the when God. they asked Ben Affleck, he's sitting with um, Henry uh, Cavill. Cavill. And they're asked, oh, well, they're like, sir, uh, you guys have beating negative reviews. And they zoom in on Ben Affleck's face. He's quiet. <laughs> and Henry, <laughs> he's quiet. He just zoom in on his face. And it looks, you got to watch yeah, it. Yeah, and then they play the music. Uh, the sound. Do they silence. freeze his face or is that yeah, it's just uh, him taking yeah, when Henry, Henry Cavill is actually talking the whole time. And they're just zoomed in on his yeah. face. Oh, my <laughs> so, God. Like it's his actual expression while Henry Cavill is talking. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if they slowed it down for YouTube. or I think they, they might have slowed it down a little. But, but yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't was, a freeze it, frame. It felt like, yeah, because Henry Cavill was you could hear him in the background talking and answering the question. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but you know what, Matt, Ben, hey, I'm sure one day you'll listen to this podcast. We love you. We support you hundred percent. One day, one day, <laughs> one, day. one day when we're big and famous. Um, but yeah, I mean him, you know, producing justice league. Uh, I don't know what to think about it. I mean, it's cool that he has, he'll be in the editing room, but, only time will tell. Only, uh, you're right, you're <laughs> but right. I, I trust it. I mean, it makes me feel better about Justice League. So Definitely, definitely. And speaking of trilogies, we talked about trilogies. This will conclude this part of our news story, but we've touched on this before in our podcast. What a lot of us thought and what a lot of things suggested that um, the Batman movie was going to be based under the uh, Red Hood movie. Um, looks like that's not going to be the case. It looks like they're going to scrap the Red Hood movie just because... If you think about it, the Winter Soldier movie, almost goes kind of along the same storyline. Dead Psychic comes back, you fight him. It's kind of the same premise as Red Hood. So it looks like they're going to go with, if the rumors are true, a very um, villain-filled movie. A lot of villain cameos, heavy on the villains. Um, and so, what are your thoughts on Red Hood not being the main storyline, which we kind of thought was going to head to? And now they're taking a turn with a lot of villains. What do you think? Too I, much? Too little? It's fine. I just hope they go into Robin. Like they, you know, it's kind of a big story. Tell people wh- who Red Hood is for those who don't. <laughs> um, well, like you said, um, if you watch Batman vs Superman, there's a scene where um, Batman's coming out from the Batcave and he looks. He stops and looks at a costume. That was his uh, dead partner. The Joker in the comics killed the second Robin, Jason Todd. Uh, that being said. Batman never killed the Joker, never uh, took revenge. Um, Jason Todd was, you know, of course comics characters always come back to life. He was uh, brought back to life, uh, took the mantle of the Red Hood, and actually started um, looking for revenge on the Joker and uh, going back to Gotham and getting pretty violent with the criminals there. So 
Batman wound up finding out Jason Todd um, was still alive. So that was kind of the whole premise of that, um, the Red Hood. There's actually a DC animated movie out about it. It's actually pretty decent if you want to check it out. But um, so, yeah, I mean, it does kind of have the Winter Soldier-esque feel to it. I can yeah. see where DC would be kind of worried um, if they brought that out. Uh, Vinny, what are your thoughts? You, do you like too many villains? Not enough villains? You want more? I mean, it sounds I like, like a focus on one villain. Yeah, and it just a really good actor doing amazing villain. Give him story arc. Give him background. Too many villains. I mean, it seems like it doesn't work that much. I mean, Spider Man Three, for instance. Yeah, real few, one hundred percent on that one. That's all I was thinking myself. I mean, if they just threw the Sandman in there, or just Venom, it, just him would have been like you know just differently, but would have been amazing. I mean, Doc Ock, Spider-Man 2. That's yeah, all we needed. Yep. You know? Green Goblin, the first Spider-Man. Yeah, I Green agree Goblin. with you 100%. Sandman by himself would have been an interesting yeah. character to focus on, but I, Brian, you nailed it right on the head for me. That's exactly what I was going to go with. No, yeah, totally agree. And uh, even Amazing Spider-Man 2, I mean, they th- were kind of shoving yeah. villains in there, Green Goblin. Oh, and so many, yeah. It, Jamie like, Foxx. Yeah. Uh, and then they were Rhino, even. And then they were hinting oh at other villains. Don't and, remind me of that Rhino scene. <laughs> wow. Five minute Rhino scene. Yeah. Exactly. Wow. Right at the end. Let's I, put this in all the trailers, make you think he's in it, and then just shove him right at the end there. I mean, uh, <laughs> before we hop into the next subject, I just want to say I feel like they might go, and if they did, I wouldn't hate it at all. The Hush storyline. Did you guys ever check that out in Batman? No. It's one of the better. Batman storylines that I've ever read, but um, Hush's character is a kid that grew up with Bruce Wayne. Pretty much they grew up the same way. Um, the kid was extremely jealous of Bruce Wayne. He murdered his own parents. Pretty much went the opposite way of Bruce Wayne, but wound up meeting them down the road as adults. He manipulated all the villains to um, pretty much in a weird way fight Batman. Batman fought every single one of the villains in his um, rogue gallery. And um, one of the best storylines <laughs> I've ever read in a Batman storyline. It's uh, if you guys are main comp- villains, which, every which main villains? villain, every they really? had Joker, Catwoman. Uh, and they haven't shown him in any movie yet. No, yeah. That's they crazy. haven't even done an uh, animated they, version. Yeah, I mean they've done it in uh, the video game um, Arkham, yeah. Arkham Asylum, and all that. But yeah, I mean uh, nothing. I mean, nothing every huge. major villain that Batman has was in the storyline. He even fought Superman in it because he got he was under control of Poison Ivy. I mean it was. And and Jim Lee was an artist, and he's my favorite comic book artist of all time. But he wrote the whole thing. One of the better storylines at the end, the the end. Uh, but the build up to the whole story was awesome. It's probably one of the if you haven't checked it out, read the comic book. It's it's awesome. Yeah, sounds interesting. Sounds good. Man. <laughs> um, I'm surprised they haven't showed that yet. I mean, I I didn't even know that. So yeah. are you thinking they're going down that? Line I mean, if you I'm thinking if you're gonna have a heavy filled villain movie. I could see him doing that. Would that would have a good reason good to reason do that, to, to show that. that, yeah. So even like the long Halloween, even if he did it that way, where he had to fight villains, um, they were all like staged out. I mean, even like you were talking about the video game Arkham, it was like what December first, Black Mask hollered, um, hollered, no, hired all the villains to fight. Like he put a bounty yeah. out for Batman. So I mean, there's different ways you can go with it. Obviously, you know, you got Will Smith kind of still floating around. They said he want they want to bring him in. So I mean, we'll see. And Vinny Miles is shaking his head on that one. <laughs> no so, Will Smith, please. <laughs> no Will Smith, he says. Yeah, but, uh, well, let's let's see Suicide Squad first, and then, well, even you know, with the other villains, yeah, let's see Suicide Squad first. See how they do with that, with all these villains they're putting in there, and then. Yeah, I mean, if Jared Leto's the worst Joker, yeah, <laughs> you know, if, if he's horrible, which I don't think he will be, I doubt Ben Affleck's going to use him in the next. Yeah, movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly, but. 
Yeah, man, I keep forgetting that that movie is like the next superhero movie besides X Men, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And Doctor Strange this year. I think yeah. that's pretty much it, right? Yeah. And Rogue One, but that's not superhero. Yeah. Yeah, we got yeah, X Men in the end of this month, August Suicide Squad, and then November Doctor Strange, and that's pretty much wraps up the superhero movies this year. Um, but yeah, the, I, the lots of villains in the next Batman. I don't know. Let, let me see Suicide Squad first, and then I'll I'll give you more of an opinion. Copy that, sir. With a budget, you actually have to figure what kind of actors are they going to get for all these villains, right? Too, yeah, you know? that's. I mean, they would have to if they're going to be big actors. It would have to be obviously small cameos that's what and I mean, yeah. things like that. So, yeah, that's an interesting thought there. So, I, people keep saying uh, bringing up. Um, for Riddler, uh, Leo, Leonardo DiCaprio. He was rumored for Christopher Nolan's, right? Yeah. He uh, wasn't. Who else, who else was, too? He was Johnny Depp, I think, was at one point. They had a lot of people rumored. Oh, man. There was somebody else, another big actor attached to that role, too. Well, he's passed away now, but Philip Seymour Hoffman was supposed to be the big Oh, uh, yeah. That's right. That yeah, would have been awesome. That. I know. Yeah. yeah. Man, there's so many. Yep. I, I just would be very cool to see Leonardo DiCaprio in like a superhero movie, Some not crazy just like, role, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not just typical drama movies. He's always well, Doogie Howser. Who was that? He was rumored to be uh, Neil Patrick well, Harris. I think he was rumored to be um, Riddler at one point too. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he plays like a weird dude. I mean, yeah, uh, Gone Girl. Yeah, Gone Girl. He, he was a creepy dude. Like he did good in that, guy. but so did Tyler Perry. You know, <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 yeah. gets a lot out of you. you know? <laughs> Tyler Perry. <laughs> oh, man. Baba Bia. I think that's the only Tyler Perry movie. <laughs> that's probably the only Tyler Perry movie I've seen, actually, <laughs> to be honest with you. At least the whole thing. Shocker. I can't really, I can't really say that I'm that surprised by that. As I'm looking at the whole Medea collection on Blu-ray <laughs> in his living room. <laughs> the advanced 3D. Medea goes to jail. Hello. <laughs> Tell the truth. (laughs) Oh yeah, I can't wait to hear that story. Um, What uh, what's our next story? Do you know? But uh, that, my friend, is uh, your you, my friend, Tomb Raider reboot. Oh yeah, Tomb Raider reboot. So uh, a couple months ago, maybe more like a few weeks ago, we were talking about uh, possible Laura Croft Tomb Raider casting. It seemed like. Daisy Ridley, who's in obviously the new Star Wars movie, might be the one cast in it, but it looks like uh, Alicia Vikander is the one that's going to play Laura uh, Croft Tomb Raider. She's obviously an ex machina and the Danish girl. Uh, what uh, What do you think about that? I think I the only one I saw was ex machina, yeah, and that was probably. One of my favorite movies last year, yeah. up there with The Revenant, and definitely. I did not get to see the Danish girl. Um, yeah. Brandon, how was it? I uh, didn't <laughs> see it either. But uh, if I can't recall, you told me you were going to let me borrow that. DVD <laughs> you I thought you bought the collector's edition. Got it on right? Blu-ray, son. <laughs> Steelbook, Steelbook. <laughs> um, yeah, man. I mean, I don't see you know a couple of gamers, and you know they're all complaining about her figure and just just looking for something to complain. She's a good actress. I think she could hold it. Um, they really need a good actress in there. I mean, Angelina Jolie did pretty good, but I guess it's a younger version of her, uh-huh. so it'll work in certain certain aspects. And to go with what you're talking about, I think they actually rebooted the video game itself, and they actually changed her body type to be more, I guess, would be politically correct, more realistic. So she's not 
all curves like she is in the original game. She's it's the newer one. She's more normal, I guess, more what a normal person should look like. Um, <laughs> so, I, you know, like you said, man, I agree with you 100%, Vinny. It has to be about the actress playing the role. Yeah. If she's a good-looking girl but can't carry a scene, it it's doesn't matter. Horrible. It's going to be a horrible yeah. movie. So, yeah, no, definitely happy with the choice, like you said. Um, excellent in that movie, Ex Machina. Um, <laughs> and she's an Oscar winner now. I mean, yeah. So she oh, won yeah, the Oscar. Yeah, so. she won for Danish Girl. So. I mean, Daisy Ridley would have been pretty cool. Yeah. But um, I just, I, I th- I'm not upset. Yeah, I Alicia Vikander seems a little more rougher on the edges and, you know, more she's experienced. rough and tough. Yeah. yeah, she seems more less cookie cutter than Daisy Ridley. Yeah. Like, she seems more, like, family friendly and, you know, obviously you're in Star Wars. That's a huge family <laughs> friendly movie. But Alicia Vikander, yeah, she seems more hard and tough and, like I said, rougher on the edges. So it seems like a better choice for me. Obviously, she's a great actress, like you said, Oscar winner. So. Uh, I I actually like the uh, as much as I love Daisy Ridley. I mean, I've obviously only seen her in Star Wars. Like I I'm glad they chose Alicia Vikander over over Daisy Ridley. Yeah, me too. Me too. Can you that on that one too, brother? Thanks, bro. Thanks, sir. Totally. She's also going to be in Jason Bourne. Oh yeah, that's right. Yep. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, she's. Yeah, Sorry. like you'd like to see these actresses or actors, whatever. Just that, like they're in one thing, they're huge in a huge movie, and then you just see them in everything else. All of a sudden, mm-hmm. it's crazy. Speaking of Fastbender, she's also in another Fastbender. You saw the trailer for yep. it. Yep, oh, looks pretty it's good. Like they like live Oscar in a yeah, they live in like a lighthouse yeah. or something, and like yeah, they get a baby. Yeah, <laughs> not to mention they're also an item in her life. They're yes, also dating. Yeah. They are. So we have some e news here as well. E Hollywood. <laughs> True story. <laughs> oh, did you see her dress at the red carpet? <laughs> Hated it. <laughs> Fashion police. All right. <laughs> so Polls fifty percent off. <laughs> it's that kind of show now, guys. Bet you didn't know that. Um, all right. So, what do we got next? Uh, we have Space Jam. Space Jam. Space Jam. <laughs> Space Jam Two. Space Jam. Um, looks like that movie is actually going to happen. It's been what is it? Almost. Came out in twenty 90, years, ninety six, twenty years. Yep. Um, yeah, I know. I'm just looking at this picture <laughs> yeah. that Brandon printed out with LeBron, LeBron James. James. <laughs> uh, just well, doesn't work for me, man. Uh, you know what? <laughs> so I mean, so it's in development. It's, like what? It's uh, been finally it's, it's, just announced. It's, it's or? Announced. It's being directed. Looks like Justin Lin, the director of Fast and the Furious Five, and Star Trek Beyond, is set to direct Space Jam Two. Um, I mean, that's been a speculation all along. It would be LeBron James. He is the face of the NBA right now. I guess you could go with maybe Curry at this point, too, if you, if you really want to change it up. But LeBron James is the most recognizable person in the NBA, so it makes sense, just like Jordan was back in the day at, at that time. Um, but you got to wonder. I mean, the last Looney Tunes movie that came out was Back to Action, I believe it was. Looney Tunes Back to Action. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, Looney, Looney Tunes. Uh, that's correct. Looney, Looney, yes, Looney Tunes. <laughs> I got it there right you here. Go. I got it right here. Looney Tunes films. Spot on. Back in action, not back to action. Back <laughs> in action. So you guys could just, you know, yeah. How about that? So yeah, it was a box office failure. I mean, um, this is a Booby so, Doo show, but yeah. I don't so, know but what, the last Bugs Bunny movie. Hey, you know what? <laughs> just haters gonna hate. Man. You just worry about your Medea collection, all right? Just let me. <laughs> 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 uh, so, uh, I mean, 
I'm surprised they're actually kind of taking a risk on this, man. Oh, man, it's not. Oh, we have news. another alert. Breaking, <laughs> breaking news. Breaking news. Uh, LeBron James is out. <laughs> oh. <Yeah>. Yao Ming, <laughs> starring <laughs> role. <laughs> Slam duck. <laughs> Yao Ming. <laughs> uh, hi, Daffy Duck. <laughs> Bugs Barney. <laughs> Rora Bunny. So, uh, yeah, I mean, what do you guys think? Are you happy with that? I mean, it's one of these, this is one of those things where... It's a cartoon movie. I think it'll probably do good just right now because every cartoon movie seems to do good. Um, but what do you think about LeBron James? What do you think about? I mean, actually, I love. I mean, uh, I you know like the first Space Jam growing up. Um, but yeah, I mean, it just seems a little too little, too late. I mean, it's twenty years later. <laughs> I mean, are they? Uh, I mean, they're doing this a lot coming out with sequels 20 years later Zoolander yeah Zoolander yeah. Dumb and Dumber to, uh, Cameron uh, what's his name Av- uh, Avatar somebody should tell that to him yeah exactly <laughs> come on <laughs> I, got, I got four more movies coming four up four more like, are you what? kidding me Jungle Book <laughs> almost looked as legit as that one yeah, yeah exactly but, uh, but yeah, I mean it's uh, I'm not a LeBron fan at all. Uh, he, he actually was pretty funny in Trainwreck, that Amy Schumer movie that came out. That was pretty actually good. he was. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, his acting wise, he might not be bad as a player. I don't like him, but <laughs> acting, like I said, it doesn't seem too terrible. I don't know. I'll take my kids to see it. I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's a fair answer. I can't knock on that. I actually read that the director wasn't too happy. The director of the first one. Because he just he basically said that you know you had Charles Barkley you had Larry Bird right. and really there's no one to use now other basketball <laughs> players with that that we can make fun of that persona that personality that they yeah, have so they're gonna have yeah, to try real hard with that. that that's true so Ooh. he basically said you know picking out now out of all the teams who can you use in this movie like they did in the first Carmelo. one and make fun right of them. yeah there's no like I mean you got Steve Dwayne Curry Wade. but like maybe the, bring Steve Nash back I don't have a but clue. what can you you know use them to make fun of their own personas at the yeah, same time like they true. did in Space Jam yeah they one. took Charles Barkley Patrick Ewing yeah Larry uh, that who's the big tall guy uh Bradley. They played perfect in that yeah. just for the roles that they had. Exactly. But yeah, that's true. So it'll Ooh. be hard to add more players mm-hmm. to it. Yeah, exactly. Besides Daffy Duck and, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, who knows what they're going to do with it. But hey, we'll uh, I, I I guess we're still in 1996. I didn't think we'd ever hear Space Jam I news didn't again. Think that either, man. As long as they don't remix Welcome to the Space Jam. Everybody <laughs> get up. It's time to jam now. R. Kelly remix. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm Actually, probably be with Drake. Justin Bieber, It'd probably be Drake on it. <laughs> yeah, Drake. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, this is could could be a disaster. Could be good. I don't know. We'll we'll see. Um, but yeah, I mean, did you see uh, Trainwreck? That's pretty. He was pretty pretty funny in that. No, actually, but yeah, no, I haven't seen that one. Amy Schumer, who was the guy from SNL, right? The man, the other actor. Yeah, yeah. yeah from SNL. Oh, that. Bill Hader. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yep. So yeah, the Orlando Blooms, my favorite basketball. <laughs> That's right, <laughs> Orlando Blooms. All right, so now I don't know what do we got next. <laughs> oh, oh, now is a new segment. No, not yet. You want to do the review? First? No, let's do the news and then review. Okay, all right. Well, you know what? All right. So we want to introduce. So, so yeah, our new segment is called. The cutting room floor. Brandon's gonna quickly read some news stories that you know we're gonna you know just give brief comments on. You know, not a huge discussion about uh, just uh, some stuff that's happened in the past week, and 
just so you guys are filled in. So, Brandon, what do we got? Well, uh, first story. There's nothing really to do with movies, but it ties in the Marvel Universe. Chris and Ritter, who plays Jessica Jones, so season two of that and the Defenders will shoot back to back. So, thoughts on that? Um, cool. <laughs> I mean, I, I, is it back to back as in gonna, like they're going to film? She's going to film Jessica Jones while filming Defenders, so it's going to be she's in that she's going to pretty much be tied up for a while. Okay. Yeah. I mean, cool. I, I don't really have any thoughts on yeah, that. That's why this is the cutting like room floor. Jones. <laughs> Jessica Jones. I mean, I'm ready here. for Jessica Jones season two. Yeah. Yeah. So my brother. I thought so it was. Almost better than Daredevil, pretty much toe to toe there. Yeah. Kilgrave was awesome. Yeah. I'm actually waiting for Jessica Jones more than Daredevil season three. I mean, I thought that show was awesome. Yeah. It was different. No, I like Jessica Jones, and I, I, I've been saying that for a while. Yeah, definitely the best villain in Marvel right now. I think for it's Kilgrave. Sure. Um, like the Netflix series. I mean, obviously we only have Daredevil to compare to now, but they've been like a year apart. Isn't Jessica Jones season two like? It's going to be a little bit less. You got, you, got, you got Luke Cage got Luke coming Cage. up on deck. They're filming uh, Iron Fist right now. Then Defenders and Jessica Jones oh, okay. will be filming at the same time. So yeah, it should be interesting uh, to see. I mean, obviously nothing happens to her in Defenders because there's a season two. But yeah, pretty cool. What's our next story? Uh, Booster Gold, which is another combo character. Uh, DC kind of got the hint. Their movies are too serious, so now they're going to make a comedy. Booster Gold... Um, uh, what do you guys think on that? He's uh, Deadpool. Uh, he, he's, 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 uh, <laughs> pretty. Uh, hey man, everybody's trying to go with that Deadpool right now. Like more comedy not, in it. Yeah, so that's, no. Um, I guess the guy who wrote Power Rangers, the, n- the new movie coming out, uh, Zach Stintz is going to be writing the movie. So who's Booster Gold? He is actually one of the lesser characters in DC. I actually don't know too much about him. I know he's a cop that has superpowers. I could care less about him. To be yeah. honest with you, but it is going to tie in with the DC Universe, that's why I brought it up. So, next, cutting room floor. The director for Flash dropped out of the movie over creative differences. What do you guys think about that? I'd rather him do that than create a crappy movie. Yeah, Fantastic exactly. Four. <laughs> do you think he's dropping out? I mean, do you think Batman v Superman kind of failing critically has anything to do with that? Uh, I mean, it's like... Couldn't tell you, man. I mean, I guess we don't know what's going on behind the scenes. It's Warner Brothers. It's kind of like what happened at um, Sony with Spider-Man, the original ones. Um, Sam Raimi. That's why he well, he felt forced. Venom was he didn't want Venom in the movie. The, the studio forced him. I think yeah. it's kind of studio having more say than the directors do. I could see that being a problem. So. Yeah. Next, Kevin Feige confirms Marvel is going to do a standalone Black Widow film at some point. It's been something that's always floated around, but now he says that is part of their goal to definitely have a standalone Black Widow movie. Yes about or no time. on that? Yes. About time. What about you, Vinny? Eh. <laughs> not so long, Black it, this Widow? This isn't going to be an origin story. This I, is going to be straight from Silver I, War? Well, I, couldn't, I couldn't tell you where yeah. it's going to be at. I mean, that could go Because if origin. it's an origins, then no. If it's straight yeah. from Civil War, have her on her own separate mission or, you know. Yeah. I don't want to give I mean, any spoilers for the Civil War, but yeah. basically having her do her own thing, then, yeah, I'm kind of interested. Yeah, I mean, if it's in the MCU, I mean, usually they build upon, you know, past movies. So I would assume it would be present day, but uh, I, I buy it. Yeah, I mean Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, exactly. Okay, Godzilla 2 has moved up from June 8th to March 22nd, 2019, and they're having a Godzilla vs. King Kong, which is dated for 2020. 
I don't know how I feel about Godzilla <laughs> versus King Kong. <laughs> I don't know. How much screen time will Godzilla have? Is the question. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, God, I think I counted about six minutes, minutes in the last movie. It just worries me uh, about film today. It uh, there seems like there's running out of ideas. <laughs> oh, yeah. King Kong, the remake though. Yeah, with Peter Jackson's. Was yeah, that one was of the best remakes. Pretty epic. Yeah, I've seen. These next two stories uh, go hand in hand. Green Lantern. Talking del- to the mic. Green Lantern delayed. <laughs> Um, it's getting pushed back by Warner Brothers. At, in that same breath, George Miller and line to maybe direct the next Green Lantern movie. Thoughts on that? George Miller did Mad George Max Miller did Fury, Max Fury Road. Yeah. Cool. That. Yeah, I, I think he could put a nice little spin to it. I still didn't see Mad Max. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, definitely check that out, man. Heard good things, but. And Tom Hardy isn't even the best part of that movie. It's just which is crazy. Yeah, <laughs> like he's. Kind of a, more of like just like a yeah, subtle role, yeah, just. But I mean, he's true. good in it. Just, but yeah, Charlie's Theron kind of takes over, and just the visuals alone are amazing. So, yeah. definitely recommend checking that out soon. I'll check it out. I just heard it's one big chasing the whole movie. Yeah, pretty so. much. Yeah, it's uh, when but I first the story heard that. Works with it yeah, at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah sort of works with it. Yeah, when I first heard about the movie, I heard that, and I was like, "Really?" You're kind of, but then when you popped it in, yeah, you're like, okay, yeah, it 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 worked. It was very cool. These Check next it out. ones we're not going to even nothing to really even say on it. Um, Marvel Studios no longer catering to first time MCU viewers. There's not going to be any more origin stuff that they said. It's just going to go straight forward from this point on. We're not. Well, I mean, Doctor Strange seems like origin. That's going to be the last probably oh, origin okay. movie probably related to oh, that. Really? Um, they're McFeely. And uh, Marcus over at Marvel said that they're okay with losing audience members at this point now. If you're not, wow. well, they're, they're making that much money. People it doesn't really yeah. matter. I mean, if you if you haven't seen the Marvel movies and you hop in, it's pretty easy to catch on, guys. Yeah, it's really I mean, that rocket scientist. To, uh, watch you'd know movies. a lot more. I mean, I know somebody at work that saw Civil War knew nothing, nothing from Winter Soldier. Yeah, I mean that's like me watching you know Return of the Jedi without yeah exactly <laughs> knowing what's going on. If you're watching Civil War right now without seeing any other ones, you shouldn't be watching. No, it. yeah, you you've got you've had to have seen the other ones. Yeah. And the last one we've touched on this uh, numerous times, but it's confirmed. Uh, Wolverine rated R. Uh, the director confirms that's going to be rated R, and it's already started started filming. Yep, and has started filming already. So that was the cutting room floor, people. Nothing, uh, anything that stood out on that at all, or. Any of those stories that just more blood? Yeah, yeah. For the, I mean, I know. Uh, I, I mean, think it's gonna like be dropping f bombs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I can't. I can't see that much, but yeah. I mean, I, I just assume yeah, the violence will be the what's rated R about it. Yeah. Um, I mean, it seems like they're doing something different each time with Wolverine movies. Like Origins was just crappy well, the thing <laughs> i didn't think of is deadpool might have a cameo and there yeah. goes the r rating right there yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. his one scene Vinny mouse just solved the whole entire thing the movie probably be <laughs> PG, actually that they bring deadpool <laughs> in for five minutes and all he does is just talk and then he just walks away and then wolverine just looks at the camera he like literally looks at the camera who the hell are you talking to breaking the fourth wall you know, yeah. Yeah. creating the R rating right here. <laughs> F you guys. <laughs> you guys wanted rated R. Yeah. There you go. Winks at the camera. <laughs> winks at the camera. See you guys later. <laughs> so, all right. Yeah. Cutting room floor. That's our fast paced news segment that we're going to start doing. I like it. Um, I like it. 
All right, so Brandon got to go to an early release for uh, Money Monster, the new uh, movie with George Clooney and Sandra Bullock about the guy who uh, hijacks the, or hijacks, or I don't know. Why don't you go ahead and give uh, your review of the film? I like hijacks. Well, first of all, um, very highly entertaining. Uh, They're really happy with the movie. George Clooney, if you love George George Clooney, uh, on point on this movie. has he really made a bad movie per se himself? No, I mean, I mean he's always been. I mean, I guess the movie around him has been crappy. I guess, yeah. but no, Julie Roberts, same as always. I don't. I mean, it's Julie Roberts. She don't. It's Julie Roberts. I can't really say enough. I'll tell you what, Jack O'Connell, who's the antagonist in the movie, yes, definitely held his acting chops with George Clooney. That's what sold the movie for me. Great dialogue, great chemistry between those two. Their scenes, literally, it's those two carrying the movie at points because. It's not an action packed an action uh, packed movie. It's just the dialogue and the tension between those two is what sets the tone of the movie. With that being said, though, Jodie Foster, I will give her mad props on the movie. Um, right amount of tension, and just when it's the tension's right there, something happens. Comedy relief. That, like I said, I was in the audience with people, and there was times where the whole audience was laughing together. I mean, she, just, she directed the movie. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I was literally, and I, and you know what's funny thing is, points I don't know that were necessarily supposed to be funny points. As a crowd, we all found it funny, and we all laughed at the same time. I was, I, I remember I was sitting next to, I looked up at an older couple, and they were dying laughing with me, so they <laughs> got the humor in it like I did. So that was awesome. Um, I feel like the movie kind of has uh, its pulse on the American culture right now, the American attitude. Uh, you know, people when something bad's happening, the first thing they do is pull out their cell phones. Right. And record. Yep. I, I felt like it, it nailed that whole thing, the epidemic of people watching stuff on YouTube, uh, watching stuff on the internet, just being involved with it that way. Um, the economy, how our economy is right now, definitely hits home on that. And people's reaction to bad stuff happening. Um, I think, all I can say is foosball scene at the, at the end. I'm not going to spoil it for you, but I literally felt like that's how Americans would act after something bad happens. I feel like that would be the reaction of the Americans. Foosball, interesting. Um, if you enjoy George Clooney, if you enjoy Julia Roberts, definitely spend your money on this movie. Um, it was, it was like I said, don't if you're if you're in it for action, a lot of action stuff, not the movie to go see. But if you like great dialogue, great chemistry between actors, them having to carry the movie themselves, um, just it was awesome that way. Like I said, George Clooney, a game as far as his acting, and and like I said, Jack O'Connell. That's to me the antagonist in the movie which then you it's almost like civil war you feel for the guy actually you know you start off like what the heck and as the story develops you're like wow you you do feel bad for the guy and you feel bad for him throughout the whole entire movie after a certain point so but you know had some twists in there uh, i was trying to predict what was going to happen i mean obviously you can tell it's not a rocket scientist to know that something's wrong but how they did the twist was pretty cool um so there's a twist a little bit nothing nothing crazy but just enough to where you're like huh okay that makes sense um, was it predictable or caught you by surprise? Well, I mean, the the story itself, you knew where it was going to go, but how the twist, the little twist was, um, yeah. how how they made the stuff happen. Yeah, because you're trying to figure out how the how he managed to do the thing he did. And then you, when he explains it and you figure it out, it's like, huh, okay, that makes sense. He's actually the, you know, so, but definitely check it out. Um, it's, I mean, is there anything negative about them? Like what? Uh, um. Negative. There's a couple of points that could have been, I want to say, left out of the movie. Um, but there, there's some downtime in the movie, I guess. When there, I guess, there's, 
they're killing screen time in the movie. Um, because I mean, the, when he's he's like on uh, the TV set because George, George Clooney George, has the show. Basically, George Clooney is um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not a stockbroker, but he he follows the trends of stocks. He gives you predictions. He's an analyst, stock kind of like the Mad Money yeah. guy. Yes, and yeah. that's literally that's that, that's what's funny about that. So what George Clooney does is funny during that. But yes, he's a stock analyst. Uh, apparently, this guy invested money after George Clooney dropped a hint or you know like a tip. Oh, you got to do this and. I mean, without giving away too much of the movie, something happens, obviously, kind of predict it in the movie right. if you saw the box office, um, loses some money, and uh, it goes from there. Um, like I said, George Clooney and him, like I said, there's times, it's literally them, Julia Roberts, talking to, into his ear, and the guy who's holding the camera, and it's just kind of like they have to carry the scene. So Yeah, and it feels like kind of confined when it's just the scenes with them. Yeah. I mean, does it kind of throw you off when they go to the... I, how well, they have to public bounce. is reacting. No, but that that's was actually cool to see public reaction stuff ah, okay. for me because yeah. I felt like I, I put myself in how would I be if I was watching this live on TV, and I just thought about how other people would be if they were watching it. And um, yeah, I mean it's like I said, I feel like it's it's kind of good symbol, like it's a good symbolization of how I think America is with the economy and stuff right now. So yeah, yeah. so. Yeah, well, uh, Post an update on Facebook, or <laughs> pretty much when they see it going on. Oh, oh, yeah, oh yeah, right, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but it's just like, yeah, I you mean, know, I people set up people being afraid and like they want to support. Stuff. You know, what I mean, it's you have to. Yeah, yeah, they're all for the guy. I yeah. mean, just from what I'm saying, yeah. based off of the preview, you know, yeah. they're all for him. He got his money stolen. Right. He's poor now, or whatever. You know, I could see him taking his side against, every, even though he's got a bomb strapped to somebody else. You know. But it's, it's it's just funny. I mean, there's there's some funny parts in it where you're just like, wow, where you just there's no choice but to laugh. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, but yes, definitely check it out. Um, How would you rate it? I'd I'd give it a solid six point five or seven. You got it. You got to commit. What six point five or seven? Oh, we have oh. another update. Another breaking yeah. news. Uh, oh, I will. <laughs> Commit to South Beach. Uh, we'll be joining the <laughs> Miami Heat. Um, we'll be bringing I'll, your talents, talents to South Beach. Yeah. Um, Money Monster s- 2 coming out next <laughs> year. I, I'll go with the... Um, was the humor accidental or was it on some, purpose? Some of the stuff I think that was meant to be could be serious. You think we it was supposed it, to be funny? That w- It wasn't supposed to be funny oh, necessarily. Wasn't, but no. there was parts that are definitely were supposed to be funny that... You, you're gonna laugh no matter what. So it's probably she threw in some dark humor yeah. in there. So I, I I give it a seven. I'll just go. We'll go seven. Not just because bad. George Clinton, George Clooney's acting and Jack O'Connell, like I said, they play off each other. Good chemistry. Almost Robert Downey Jr. Tom Holland kind yeah. of carry the the those scenes they have together. So all right. But it's a George Clooney movie. If you like George Clooney, uh, he's never really put out a bad movie. Per se, so I shouldn't say he. His acting's never been bad in a movie, so check it out, Batman. <laughs> well, that's ooh, ooh. that's the movie. Why we don't would speak you just of. throw that out there like that? I don't <laughs> actually even, I up about, in the air. He was really. I forgot about that movie. <laughs> I liked <laughs> up in the air. Oh, yeah, up in the air. He was amazing. Oh, I love Descendants. Well, I'm gonna check it out this this weekend, man. You sold it for me. You sold totally. it. I'm gonna check it out tomorrow. All right, Sweet. All right. See, see what you do there. You get people to go to the movies. The I don't know if I should laugh or not, but I'm going to go with it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, bro, we'll, we'll discuss. We'll discuss after you see it. So, yeah, la- this week, obviously, we have Civil War and uh, in Money 
Money Monster, Money Ball, Money Monster. And last week we obviously had Keanu. Next week we're going to have a Nice Guys review. We're going to check that out. Obviously comes out uh, not this weekend but the next, so stay tuned for that. Um, wh- were you going to say add something? Or were you? No, 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 no. I was just oh, saying okay. I guess we're heading into... Yeah, well, we're going to do box office res- uh, predictions, and then we're going to go... Uh, Close the show, then do our spoiler after that. Going to do our spoiler. All right, That's right. Sounds good, Captain. Yes, sir. I'm the Captain now. And uh, pretty much the main release this week is the movie you just reviewed, uh, Money Monster. Um, the only other one is The Darkness, the Darkness, which is a horror movie. Uh, Kevin Bacon. Yeah. <laughs> is, it re- is he really in that? Kevin Bacon. Oh, wow. Yeah. Would you look at that? <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah, we usually do a quick top five predictions of how where we'll think the uh, box office will fall this week, obviously. So just a reminder, it was Captain America, Jungle Book, Mother's Day, Huntsman, Winner's War, and Keanu rounded out the top five. Where do you think it'll fall this week, Brandon? Well, I think Captain America. I don't think nothing's going to knock that off the top throne. None of these movies definitely are not. So Captain America, I got number one. You know what? I think Disney's gonna <laughs> keep on getting richer. I think Jungle Book saves at two. I'll I'll take Money Monster at three. Uh, like I said, like you said, nothing else coming out. Mother's Day at four, and I'll take Darkness at five. So Captain America, Jungle Book, Money Monster, Mother's Day, Darkness. Whew. Okay. Um, I'm gonna take same pretty much the same thing. Captain America, Jungle Book, Money Monster. Um. Darkness, and then Huntsman. I'm going to say Mother's Day totally falls out. I okay. don't know. I got to make bold predictions here. I mean, do you do you want to make a prediction, or are you good? Or <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go don't, with don't uh, Captain America. Play it safe. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm going to say uh, Jungle Book number two. Um, then Money Monster, then Keanu. And then probably the darkness. Oh, okay, very nice. We uh, we had different. I got to switch picks it up. here. Oh, different. Yep. All right. <laughs> very cool. All right. So I mean, that's pretty much our show. Appreciate you all listening in. Uh, obviously, you can follow us at Blockbuster Cast on Twitter. Email us uh, at bbentertainmentcast at gmail.com for any questions, suggestions you might have. Uh, we do an email segment. Uh, once once a month and uh well maybe your email will be featured on the show so definitely email us appreciate all the support uh you can follow our personal accounts i'm at bc cord b-s-e-c-o-r-d on twitter brandon i'm at big papa bb cast that's at b-i-g-p-a-p-p-a b-b-c-a-s-t follow me on twitter um, I have no Twitter account, but you can catch me at 727. I'm only kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, make I'll make one. Shoot me a text. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, that's. I uh, appreciate you guys listening. If you haven't seen Civil War, this is where we say goodbye to you. Again, appreciate you and, you know, appreciate Vinny coming in and nice, guest yeah, hosting with uh, us. Good looking it. out, kid. Good job, man. Thanks. For sure. So, yeah, those who haven't seen Civil War, we'll see you next week. So, for those who have seen Civil War, we're going to do a little spoiler review for you here. Um, uh, Brandon, again, what uh, would you think of Civil War 
and now you can spoil I'll things. Spoil things. <laughs> well, you know what? Like I said, uh, I kind of agree. There was there a main villain in this movie? No, um, Baron Zemo. I guess you could call him a villain, but what he did in the movie, like if that was the worst part of the movie, I guess it would be him. I mean, and that's not even that's not saying a lot. Yeah. That's really not saying a lot. I mean, he was for what role they gave him, he nailed as best he could do. I guess that would be the worst part of the movie. Was there a real clear cut villain? I guess he kind of orchestrated everything that happened the way he did, but um, I. I <laughs> Uh, and for those who don't know, Baron Zemo pretty much orchestrated. So I guess we're spoiling this whole thing now. Blowing the yes. top open. Um, he Thus, the spoiler whole, review. The, the whole um, plot of the movie was Baron Zemo trying to find this mission log from 1991, which happened to be the death of Tony Stark's parents, which makes everything come full circle. Winter Soldier's one that murdered Tony Stark's parents. Thus... Somebody save me on this one. <laughs> then you just jump in there, kid. Jump in there. Thus, Tony got pissed, wanted to kill Winter Soldier. Yes. Captain yes. America stuck up for him. Final battle. Yes. But um, I heard in the comics, since you know comics, um, Zemo was totally different from what I hear. Zemo's completely different. In fact, his his storyline involves Captain America from World War II. Um, Baron Zemo is the title, like it's, I guess, it's the Zemo title. Is a title that gets passed down from like father to son. So Captain America has been dealing with Baron Zemo since World War Two. It wasn't somebody that was modern time. So that was a twist on it. His costume, he always wears a mask. Another twist on it. Obviously, you can't do everything the comics do. Uh, some of the costumes will look silly because he wears a purple mask and he wears a purple suit. So I guess you you modernize it, but and you change the whole origin story actually. But I mean, it, it worked for what it had to do. Um, yeah, I mean, even Civil War itself, the whole storyline was based on people registering their secret identity. That was the whole premise of the Civil War in the comics. Uh, nothing to do with um, registering the government. You had to register who your secret identity was so they could um, uh, keep tabs on you that way. So that was the premise in the comics. Totally. Yeah, I mean, that was... Uh, yeah, they they had to change it up a little because, I mean, pretty much everyone, you know, every superhero in this universe, everyone knows their identity anyways. No one really has a secret identity other than, obviously, Spider-Man now. I don't know if people really know Ant-Man at this point. Either, Ant-Man, Daredevil. But, yeah, Daredevil. Um, but, yeah, the the main ones everyone everyone knows. But So, yeah, that obviously had to change it up a bit. But, I don't know, I just I love where they're going with this whole universe like I was saying earlier with Robert Downey Jr.'s performance, like him with the whole PTSD thing with Iron Man 3, they're basically kind of carrying over, like, emotions in each movie. Like Ultron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they're not just... it's They're staying the same. They're, like, they're keeping the same theme. Like, the, the Iron Man we saw in this movie, the Tony Stark we saw in this movie, is totally different than Iron Man 1. And it's just kind of, I just love what they're doing with that. Um, like, and I, like I said, Robert Joni Jr.'s performance was just amazing. He just, you could totally feel his distraught and unsettled feelings the whole movie. I mean, even before they were fighting, when General Ross was initially bringing up the whole accords or whatever it's called, um, you know, he was just very quiet, just kind of sitting back, and it just, 
Go ahead. No, I'm no, I'm just agreeing with you. I'm shaking my head, yeah. agreeing with you on every, all the points you're bringing out. No, I just like back to that that scene. That scene to me, that conference room scene, just everybody's reaction in the room around the table when they were showing the clips. To me, I was like, man, that, that's like, I felt like for the characters in that scene, like the emotion, like when they were showing the clips. Obviously, uh, Scarlet Witch is one that felt it the most because of what happened in the movie. Spoiler alert! No spoilers now, but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, she was responsible for what happened in Lagos, so um, her character had the most emotional baggage at that point to deal with. You know, I, like you said, bro, Tony Stark, Robert Downey Jr., man, holy crap. Now I'm, yeah. now I'm actually thinking about it. His acting in that movie was awesome. Um, I, we And we forget about Pepper Potts. That played a part in yeah. it, too, like how, how his emotional level was off balance on that. Like, the whole... Introducing, like, I was wondering what happened to Pepper Potts. Anyway, it's Gwyneth Paltrow. I was like, how are they going to explain this? And when they had that whole thing pop up when he was reading off the thing, and his reaction was like, uh, go break some eggs. And I loved how they brought that female in at the elevator and was like, you killed my son. Like, that whole yeah thing for him, like, acting-wise was awesome. Like, you're right on that Robert Downey Jr., man. Love him right now as far as that goes. Yeah. You got to think he's carrying... Age of Ultron, dude, like, he's carrying all those deaths with him. He feels like that's all his fault, mm-hmm. which technically it is. I mean, of course, Vision came out of it, but all those deaths was all on his conscience, yeah. which was yeah. built. It was almost like they built up the movies knowing that this movie would come. Yep. And his character, man, I mean, I thought it was the best Iron Man yet. No, I agree. Just I agree totally, just, you know, he, he took emotion is what he did, which Captain America, I, I was probably Team Cap, man. A lot of it. It's 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 pretty pretty with today. I mean, at what point do you sacrifice your freedom for? Basically, you're signing away control. Someone can control you, and that goes with every person with a superpower. Yeah, that doesn't just go with Avengers. That goes with every. That goes with Jessica Jones. That goes with Daredevil. That goes with Deadpool. Like everyone needs to sign that, and they have control of you. You know, they can tell you where to go. They can tell you where not to go. And, I mean, a couple people might die, but you're saving millions at the same time. That's right. why I was Team Cap, man, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I could I could see that. Just becoming a slave. I yeah. Mean, that's what you're doing. I mean, yeah. No, I, and that goes with today. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think I felt Iron Man's side just more just because, like, all the – like, I just love how it goes back to the first Avengers movie, like, just all the stuff that happened there and then carrying over to Iron Man 3 and then Age of Ultron. You know, he's – he feels all the catastrophe around him. He's just had it, you know, and whereas Captain America is more just seems more uh, confined. He's more just loyal to, you know, who he grew up with. I mean, that that seemed like his main motivation was Winter Soldier, kind of protecting him. In, yeah. yeah, I get that. But at the same time, I think he was hard on his, like Vinny said, like at what point do you give up? Yeah, he knew, he knew what he would have to give up in order to do that, and and, and like with I said, Hydra too, man. Yeah, I mean, there's got to be Hydra undercovers yeah. throughout all of you know Shield and the government. There's Hydra everywhere, right? So I, basically, Hydra takes over this place. They got control of you, or otherwise you go to jail. I mean, it's going to be a fight either way. And I was just thinking about even like the when they had the room to themselves and they were the little interaction they had. You know, like when Robert when he was so close to having him sign. Then he dropped the line about, oh, uh, yeah. and he was like, "Dude, just when I think you're gonna, you know, play it right, then you do this." You know, it's like their interaction was so awesome. We we touched on it before during the trailers. I remember how hooked we got because of the trailer where he, the line you played at the beginning of the sh- the show, you know, he's my friend. 
I was like that emotional. Yeah. That was awesome. Um, yeah, that played out just, just the way it, it did, like to. the way I hoped it would. In the, yeah, and that movie. was awesome. And, and it's just like, dude, I can't touch enough on Robert Downey Jr. When he was about to get shot in the face, his reaction mm-hmm. literally almost about to be killed with the glasses. Yeah, like that was shattering. Dude, that was awesome. You know what? Um, so yeah, people. We obviously we're on the Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. bandwagon, hundred <laughs> percent. Um, I just love. I mean, I'm even going to continue. I just love the human element. Like it's not just like explosion after explosion. You know, yeah. just mindless action film. Like you just you totally. It's like a good drama film too, mm-hmm. um, which I just love. That just goes to more Robert Downey Jr. Just his reaction to Winter Soldier killing his parents like how brutal was that man uh, was, yeah and you know at that point i kind of jumped and i'm captain america in the comics i was team cap all the way when the civil war goes I, I completely agreed with them and the movie when they did the twist where they showed his parents getting murdered uh i understand why yeah Tony, like, like then at that point i was kind of like team that's Iron where the, Dad. yeah that's like, where the like, hum- captain america <laughs> should yeah. be like understood like okay that's yeah. where the human element yeah, comes but in. The, <laughs> the thing i didn't like is how he lied he's like i didn't know wait yeah. no i didn't know like that <laughs> oh, that yeah. kind of made it worse well, he didn't know it was winter soldier <laughs> oh he i knew, knew about the he knew about the because that was that goes back to winter soldier um when he was in the lockdown series with scarlett johansson the news article popped up of tony stark he said we've been involved with a lot of different things We've altered history, and it showed the Tony Stark dying in a car accident. So I knew that was going to have some kind of impact. And, you know, it was kind of hinted news before this even happened, Civil War. Winter Soldier was going to be somehow tied to his parents' death. So, But, yes, Robert Downey Jr. watching a video. Well, in the comics, he even, I think, Winter Soldier is responsible for their death. I just I, I just heard that. Okay, so, I, I, don't, um, I don't know his whole backstory in the comics, but... Also with Captain America, I mean, his best friend, I mean, this guy he knew his whole life, had his back when he was a little, you know, little guy, couldn't even fight or nothing. Basically, he knows he's brainwashed and someone's trying to kill him. So he's got to stick up for him, man. I mean, he's known him way longer than he's known Iron Man. That's his best friend. So he also has to stick up for him. He was brainwashed. It wasn't him that did it. Yeah, that's very but true. No, it's Robert Downey Jr. is running after uh, after emotions. So of I course mean, he's going to kill anybody right now. I would have been the same way. They kind of yeah. touch on it at the end because they do freeze him again. But at some point, you think that Captain America would realize, all right, he's just too dangerous. I mean, we got to, you yeah. know, that's kind of where he's kind of torn too, and you kind of feel that. And it's. He's I got wish, one I wish, arm now, though. So yeah, <laughs> that's that's true, and it's the metal one. So I'm like, glad to play some Yahtzee. That's what I, about it. Yeah, that's what I like too. Is uh, Tony? Tony at least got his a little. You know, he yeah. tore off his arm. So I mean, at least got some sort yeah. of satisfaction out of Tony. I just I didn't like how they just kind of left Tony laying there. I, I I shouldn't say I didn't like it. You know, movie wise, I mean, it played out great. It's just you know. As you know, liking Iron Man, it's like, oh man, they just left him, <laughs> Mr. Stank. You mean, yes, <laughs> Mr. Stank, the special delivery, yes. yeah, Mr. Stank. Um, speaking of that, like the comedy in the movie, the comedies, the parts that were supposed to be comedy had me rolling. Uh, Winter Soldier and Falcon in the car, yeah, Can you move your seat up. 
No. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, yeah. they're, they're, they're fighting, and then they're just laying there. He's like, uh, I think Falcons is, I hate you. Yeah, that <laughs> yeah. was awesome. He's like, could you have done that a while ago? <laughs> He's like, I hate you. Yeah. Uh, Ant-Man was hilarious. Oh, man. He's like, Ant-Man. Captain America. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Captain America. <laughs> He's like, and he's like, and I know you. You're awesome too. Like, Shaking your hand Paul, too long. Yeah, though. Paul oh, Rudd was awesome. He calls Hawkeye. Okay, Arrow Man. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, all right, Tic Tac. Yeah. He's like, have you ever done this before? I did it once, and I passed out. <laughs> um, yeah, that was awesome. And then, Someone uh, just went inside me. Yeah. <laughs> Vision goes through. Yeah, him. Paul Rudd. You're gonna need maintenance. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Paul Rudd was awesome. Oh, um, dude. That makes me so much more excited for Ant Man, the, the second one. Yeah. Ant Man and yeah. the Lost. And then even Peter Parker, man. That's when, when I read the comics as a kid. Peter Parker was like one of the biggest jokesters in the in the MCU, or I should say, Marvel comics. That's how I pictured Spider Man. Andrew Garfield, I think, embraced the spirit enough, but I think for me, like that literally reminded me of reading the comics. Like he always jokes. Like I mean, and you could tell he was a kid. I mean, literally, like when he was like. Trying to describe Empire Strikes Back, he's like, yeah. "Dude, how old is this dude?" Like everybody kept saying, "How old is this guy?" Because he <laughs> literally kept dating himself. Yeah. When he's like, "Man, you got a metal arm!" Like just the little one-liner zings, like how excited he was to be fighting. Yeah. I love that they put that Star Wars reference in there. Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> um, I mean, so. almost forced. It was so cool. It was almost yeah. forced. Um, yeah. So I mean, I I love the whole Spider-Man. I love Tom Holland. Like I said, I'm. I'm gonna go just make a bold prediction. I'm, I think it's gonna be the best Spider-Man. That's just yeah. Me. I can see um, that. I can see. I want to see more, but yes, I I can see why you would think that. Um, the scene with Robert Downey Jr. I wasn't totally sold, but once he got in the Spidey suit, I yeah. was sold. Yeah. I mean, I kind of felt you know with uh, Marissa Tomei and yeah on the couch. Marissa, you know, it was funny, but yeah, I love me some Marissa Tomei. Um, I'm gonna have to see more Peter Parker. Right. I mean, I think he's got Spider-Man on lock. You know, with with his one-liners and it. But I want to see more Peter Parker. Yeah, and definitely. you know what was cool about that too was it wasn't another origin. Like he's already Spider-Man. And every oh, time yeah. he kind of went to explain, Robert Jenny Jr. kind of like, okay, that's enough. Like, he, it was almost <laughs> like he cut him off. Like, so he's trying yeah. to explain, and he's like, no, nope, never mind. He, or, or he was like, the story's too long. Thank you, Marvel. We know. Yeah. We see him become Spider Man. Yeah. Uncle times Ben. Now. Yeah. yeah. So um, that was cool. Dude, I'll tell you what, another big thing for me Black Panther. That, oh. him, I came, I wish I could do that accent. Agent, <laughs> Agent Romanoff. <laughs> no, he's like, I now wear two titles, King and Warrior. <laughs> like, yeah, he was awesome. Um, I mean, I felt kind of weird when his dad died. Like, he, like how the camera just changed oh, yeah. position. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, uh, no, I'm yeah. going to hold you, <laughs> <laughs> Papa, <laughs> Papa. <laughs> yeah, that was a little. But yeah, the, his action scenes were amazing. And I mean, even yeah. his non-action scenes, he was great. I mean, I'll tell you actor. what, dude. Yeah, I don't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. No, Wonder Soldier, man. God, he's awesome too. Like when pretty much he had to fight Black Panther. Tony Stark. I feel like he fought everybody. Dude, in that he literally, <laughs> Seriously. Bro, dude, Homegirl had him elbowing him on the top of his head, and he body slammed her through a table. I was like, oh, jeez. That's like, crazy. Yeah, but Black Panther, man, held his own when they were fighting with no costume. Yeah, yeah, he did. I mean, but yeah, so. Yeah, I mean, even, yeah, the Black Widow action scenes were good. Her fighting in her designer jacket at the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, man, she's kicking butt. It's really hard not to compare it to Batman versus Superman because they're so similar. You know, like Zemo. Yeah. That was, that was his name. Yeah, right? Zemo. Yep. Zemo is basically Jesse Eisenberg, you know, Lex right. Luthor with the whole controlling, you know, the outcome of them battling each other and basically killing each other off. And they did it so much better, man. Like, so much, even more characters than Batman versus Superman yeah. and still did it better. Yeah. 
And it was just it proved like if you watch those movies back to back, you're gonna really hate Batman. I know. Superman. <laughs> I don't even have to did, watch did back to back. Did you guys see that multiple times or just the once? I saw a dose. Did you? No, I saw it one time. Yeah, man. me too. I mean, I, I didn't hate it, but yeah, I, it's hard to not to compare them. I know because you know, hate's a strong word. Yeah, but like you said, with you know him not being the greatest villain, but they they didn't really need a villain in yeah. this movie. And that's what I'm saying. If that's yeah. the worst part of the movie, yeah, the villain that's not even that's not I even mean, bad. It's I just kind of added something it kinda, bad. Yeah. yeah, and it kind of you know gave Tony yeah. his yeah. motivation yeah. at the end. I like that actor. That actor. Yeah, no, he was yeah. good in Rush. He was in yeah. Rush. Yeah. Glorious Bastards, Daniel Daniel Brule. I mean, Daniel that's Brule. literally me scratching at the bottom of the barrel, like uh, yeah, looking for yeah. something. I, uh, the camera it, angle, uh, was, yeah, you know, yeah. when he was on Spider, <laughs> like you can't find nothing, man. Is is a perfect movie? Well, yeah, because I, I remember before I saw the movie, we were hearing buzz about it, and people were saying, yeah, the villain wasn't that great, but I. I didn't have much but he still isn't really the you yeah know he's I mean? not like, yeah there just, is no villain yeah because his motivation yeah. was kind of inconsequential it was just kind of yeah my family got killed during your Sokovia battle and that's why I'm doing this to you it just kind of was like okay um, but yeah I mean that's like a, like you said that's kind of scratching it actually had some emotional impact yeah. you know he's listening to the voicemail and you think Which it's I his real wife the, at the that's, time that's yeah. what I thought too and, yeah. then I, and then it's like oh wow wait his wife his whole family died right yeah at, I mean, in the Ultron and you know and definitely want to see it again now just and it's like it hits you like wow and he's about to off himself right there and you know it's, that's actually what calmed Black Panther down yeah that dialogue they had between each other because Black Panther was like, we've all let ourselves be consumed with vengeance. And he was actually going to kill him. Remember that? Like, he came up with yeah, the claws he and was. he retracted the claws back. Um, him actually realizing, you know what, man? Like, I'm turning into you pretty much. And, uh, no, so that was a cool dialogue. And he didn't let him kill himself, which was cool. Um, but, yeah, I can't wait for that Black Panther solo movie, man. I know. I'm excited. Yeah, When's they, that come out, though? Long time, right? Yeah, yeah two, I think February Well, Spider-Man kicked that out of the spot. Spider-Man, it was originally in Spider-Man's spot. Yeah, it was originally going to be next year, but now it's going to be like early 2018. It's more of a fantasy, right? What? The comic books of Black Panther. Like, he's got his own planet, like, Earth kind of deal. He's in Africa. Oh, he's in Africa. It's a made-up nation. It's called Wakanda. Um, They're they're the, the, I guess, they don't have adamantium, which is what Wolverine's made out of. Uh, Vibranium is what his country produces, and it's got the most vibranium in the world. And that's what they use in Age of Ultron. Um, that's what Ultron was made out of. Was okay. vibrant. That's Captain America's shield. Is made oh, wow. of. Um So they're uh, they're the number one world supplier of vibranium, and um, yeah. So it's it, Wakanda's always techni- technologically more advanced than everybody else usually because of the vibranium. Um, and the comics, Black Panther's been around since World War II. Captain America and him actually fought in Africa. At one point, and then they became friends. So, his character's been around uh, since World War II. Um, but yes, yeah. So, yeah. great That's movie, guys. Great movie. <laughs> Check awesome. it out. Obviously, you guys but, have seen it. You yeah. probably obviously we could go on and on about this, but it's our main thoughts about it. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed it as much as we did. You guys have any more thoughts? Well, I just on want it? I just want to ask you guys one quick thing, real quick. We're not going to stay on this long. We've been killing it as far as time goes, but. Predictions. What do you guys predict going forward? Any thoughts on your predictions of how the rest of the phase three is going to shape out? Anything? Any of these stories impact what's going to happen in the future? Just I mean, they definitely are going to do something with Vision because he's got the stone in his forehead, um, the mind stone, uh, and Thanos is obviously going to get a hold of all the stones. So at some point, he's got to go. I, I don't know if he's necessarily dies if he gets rid of the mind stone, but. 
Um, it almost seemed like he was kind of torn at the end. Like he was yeah. like thinking he was unsafe. Maybe he's going to kind of maybe like sacrifice himself or, or turn in the stone and, you know, and that's how Thanos gets it. I don't know. So, I mean, my predictions are mainly, mainly that, but, um, yeah. You, I mean, same thing with vision. He's got to have an important yeah part on it, but, um, I mean, they're all just going to have to come back together somehow. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Thanos is going to be, be the man for a while. He has full control. And they're just going to have to come together and take them on, uh, put all, you know, grudges aside. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, and at the end of the movie, you know, Captain America, you know, Tony Stank has a letter here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, he's basically like, if you need me, call yeah, me. So exactly. <laughs> kind of, you know, they're still friends in a way. Yeah, it's kind of left it. Emergencies yeah. only. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah, they kind of left on not good terms, but, but just still respect. mutual respect. Yeah. 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 What so. about you? Uh, well, I thought they were gonna touch more on this, but in the comics, if people don't know, Scarlet jo- or Scarlet Johansson, Scarlet Witch, Vision get married, have kids. What? Uh, they have kids together. So I felt like they were trying to touch on the romantic side. Vision obviously has a thing for her, which then impacted the War Machine getting shot because Vision didn't focus and shot War Machine on accident. And he asked him what the heck happened. He said, I wasn't focused. And he's like, yeah. okay. So, I mean, I think they're going to probably tie into that a little bit more, hit on the romance between those two. Um, I was kind of iffy about that. I didn't know if it was uh, yeah, they, uh, you know, like yeah. a friendship. And they weren't yeah. really going anywhere yeah, they, with uh, it. You know? They were married in the comics. That turned into a whole huge storyline. Well, uh, yeah, and it seems like they keep hinting towards that because in uh, Age, Age of Ultron, Ultron, like he carries yeah. her away and they kind of look yeah. at each other. Uh, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, he has a thing for her. I yeah. mean, obviously, they have communication because he's walked through her wall numerous times yeah. because they <laughs> touched on that. So, right. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, that's my only other prediction. I think that. And I think, you know, like, I look forward to Spider-Man. Robert Downey Jr.'s already signed in to be in the new Spider-Man movie. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's it. Yeah. Interesting to see where they go with Thor and Hulk. Obviously, those two are missing. They're a big part of the Avengers. So, What was the exact reason they gave? I didn't catch it. Well, Thor left at the end of Age of Ultron back to Asgard. And then Hulk, we don't know where he left because he okay. shut yeah, off he, the be- beaming device. Most but, importantly, Nick Fury. Where's he at? Well, the director's already said they didn't want him to appear... In this movie, because they didn't want him to choose a side. That's an that easy way thing. to leave him out, though. I yeah. mean, where is he this whole time? Yeah. Well, you, can't, you, know, you can't I, just say that. I know. When I know. All this I, is going on. Like, listen, uh, budget wasn't enough. Yeah. I mean, he's so important. Well, he's he's going to know this is going on. Yeah. And just to, just to leave him well, out I mean, is kind of not believable be, for me. You ask yourself, where's S.H.I.E.L.D. at then? I mean, there's so much stuff that, you know, like, obviously, a TV universe is shared the same universe with the movie, but. There's so much stuff on the TV level that you ask where are all these people at too. But no, I I know exactly what you're saying. Where is Nick Fury? The, the director said they just, he they didn't want him to choose a side, and they're going to introduce him post. They said uh, post Thor two is the next time we're going to see Nick Fury. Interesting. Okay. So okay. I mean, poor you got to think contract. Thor three. Thor yeah. three. You mean? Yeah. Um, Come on, man. Jeez. Anyways, man, <laughs> I hate you. Just like I feel like Winter Soldier Falcon right now. I hate you. All right, so. Sorry to t- cut you guys off, but this has been our like longest show yet. So. Where, are we at? Where, where are we at? Tom? We're at an hour tonight, and 40 right? minutes. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> Holy smokes. Okay, so guys, that is our show. That's our thoughts on uh, Captain America's Civil War. Really appreciate you guys sticking around for this. Uh, yeah, sorry we missed you guys last week, but we're back again this week, and we'll be back again next week for sure. Vinny, thanks so much for joining us thanks this week, man. Thanks for having me, man. Uh, yeah, we appreciate it. have me again. Yeah, definitely. Well. We like a threesome. Right, Brandon? (laughs) 
Except without me. But it's uh, that's what it's called, right? Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> All right. Playing folks, the freaking out from Did music. you have any final thoughts, Brandon? No. As always, thank you guys for listening. Uh, we appreciate it. We're going live on Twitter, building up the numbers too. Thank you guys for supporting us. Yes, sir. Any thoughts? Have a good night. Yes, sir. All right, guys. Well, that's our show. Appreciate you guys joining in. We'll see you next week, and we'll see you guys at the movies.